I think anyway. Anyway, we're going to get in on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome. Hello. Hola. Old Books Podcast. We read old books and talk about them. The name is so just right on the nose. I know. I like it. I, I want to make sure you there's, don't have no, to think. there's no confusion. Yeah, no confusion at all. <laughs> um, now, what is this podcast about? I don't even know what episode about this cars? is. about huh? cars? I don't know. You never know. <laughs> um, this is episode seven, yes. eight, uh, I don't know. One of them One of those. I mean, it's, we ain't even that long in this, and I can't no. even keep track of the episodes. How many books have we done so far? Two. Two? That's it? No, we've done three. It's three. <gasps> we've done three. <laughs> this will be our fourth. Count. Count. 20,000 Leagues. Yes. Dorian Gray. Dorian Gray. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I totally forgot about Dorian Gray. It's been a minute. I was telling somebody about the podcast, my grandma, and um, I was thinking, how many, I, I can hear myself, I, I didn't think it would be a difference, but um, <clears throat> I was telling about the podcast, and I was saying, how many books have we read? And I was like, because I felt like it was more, mm-hmm. it was like I was missing we're one. We're just reading a lot. Yeah. And it's like, no, okay, we, we haven't, read, haven't read, read a lot of books, but. Uh, we're getting there. We'll getting get there eventually. Yeah. yeah. Um, Before you know we, it, we'll have a thousand episodes. Yeah, and like fifty books. Yep. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so we we uh, if, if you like this episode and you want to see what else we have, um, two thousand things under the sea. Twenty thousand. That's what I said. No, you said two thousand. No one asked you. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of got, different leagues. We got. <laughs> That's we like have, Orchard Beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it was a short trip. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's like two toes under the sea. <laughs> We have a few books, okay? Go read them. Go listen to our podcast about them. Uh, but today, we are... <laughs> I'll end you. You should probably remove the spoon. I will. Please. And please. <laughs> you're wiggling it too many times. Now you're just playing with it. That's right. <laughs> I have no shame about playing with it. Um... Today we're getting we're here to discuss the first few chapters of Moby Dick, and um, Esmon and I have kind of discussed our, sen- our our casual sentiments about the book, and um, but I haven't chatted with you about it. So I'll let you kick it off, Dennis. About what I feel about the book so far. So far. So generally, um, I didn't know what to think about it. Um. But you know, we read a couple of books that were nautical mm-hmm. or had nautical themes in them. Mm-hmm. So you know, I was you know, I, I at first I wasn't really enthused about it, you know, mm-hmm. but it wasn't it wasn't the stacked fact that it was nautical. It was just mostly like it seemed like this really old book, like even older than we like. Mm-hmm. And I, I wasn't sure like what I was going to get out of it. But um, so far it seems interesting. Um, uh, I'm still trying to figure out who Ishmael is, as far as like a person, as a as a person, as a character. Um. So he, he seems very comfortable with uh, his bedmate, though. <laughs> well, not at first. Okay. It was eighteen published in eighteen fifty one. Also, some PSA uh, it published eighteen fifty one. It's an American writer by uh, the name of Herman uh, Melville. Yes. Melville. Yes. And well, when we were uh, thinking about it, what was that? A chimey type thing. Something over there. I hate you. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Anyways, so. I figured, I was like, as I went through this book, I was like, oh my God, Dennis is going to have the same complaint that he had in the first book. Yeah. What's that? Where oh. the hell's the captain? Oh, yeah, yeah. So far, I haven't, <laughs> so far, I haven't, heard, I haven't heard, seen the captain yet. I happen to know his name. Well, at least at least in this case, um, 
the main character Ishmael also is wondering where the hell the, the captain yeah, yeah. is. He literally asks. He's like, "When do I meet the captain?" Yeah. <laughs> At when some point. Meet, in the- yeah. Um, did you? How far did you get? I'm at. I'm at. What, uh, or more accurately, like what's happening where you're at in the book? They have just stopped sleeping together, and oh, okay. um, they're like moving about town now. Okay. Okay. Have they have they procured their 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 voyage? No. Itinerary? No. Okay. So he, he hasn't met the other two. No, yeah. no, no. Just the uh, right now they're you know they they they've just gotten out of bed, <laughs> and uh, now so okay. There's enough there for me to ask. Did you find it comical? I found it weird. Did you find it funny? I did find it a little weird, a little cold funny. I that definitely these, this thought... dude is like, I don't know about this dude. Some some big old sailor about to get in his bed with me. Yeah, no. But, you know, it's better than sleeping on this bench. <laughs> that and don't that, fit, right? Yeah, and then all of a sudden he starts describing him. And it's like, he got square tattoos all over his body. Mm-hmm. And he might be a cannibal, <laughs> but I'm tired, so we good. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't the thing that got me, because um, when he's talking about it, and the guy asks him, like, you okay sleeping in bed with another man? And his response is like, you know, I'm going to be on a boat, so you have to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? That makes sense. But then when he wakes up, and he's like, he was in the loving embrace of his baby. I'm like, whoa! But I, I, whoa! I kind of saw, like foresaw that in my own mind because it's like, if you get comfortable in a bed, if you're, if you're a grown man, the people you're probably sleeping with in a in a in a shared bed is probably a, somebody of the opposite sex or you know like a loved a lover, one or yeah, a, yeah. a lover. And it's like, so you would you would think like your your instinct would be to wrap yourself you know around mm-hmm. them to to warm up. Yeah, especially since they described there's no heat at yeah. all in this no. room, which um, I I like that kind of logic that he was saying, like um, that that rich people who can afford to have heat in the rooms are it's like um, uh, an unfortunate thing to have heat in a room because it, it voids you of the pleasure of being cold. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like um, okay. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I've been cold in a room. It's never it's never a pleasure. No, gives you reason to cuddle with your bedmate. I mean, um, I mean I, Ishmael himself just has a lot of very interesting ideas. Yes. Yes. Because he's, he's a school teacher. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, he has to go to sea. Yes. As because he says, most men. Yes. Yeah, that, that was the thing. That, that was the guy. He's like, most men would. I'm like, now, homie, um, <laughs> if I need to, to, to deal with some manly emotions, I will play a video game. And that's good enough for me. Mm-hmm. This guy says, I'm going to go, which here's another fact i was unaware of i'm gonna go whaling three year voyage not three months not you know six months three years what school tells a teacher yeah you can skip out for three years come back i mean it's a very progressive school system but nobody's gonna laugh at the fact that he was like stumbling around this town in like during a blizzard and happened to stumble into a fucking church falls on his face and it's just like a black church a black church I was on the train listening. So, again, like, I, I, I meant, for, so let me rewind a little bit. I was talking to a colleague at work, um, and I had mentioned the book, the podcast, and the fact that we were reading this. And she actually loves reading, and she had done a lot of reading, like, for school. And so she's like, look up some, look up some interesting tidbits of information. Like, this isn't the kind of book that you can, that in, I mean, you can read it for the sake of reading it, but if you if you go into the book with some kind of at least hints on things to look for and themes throughout the book and some very low key, not spoiler, but just 
things to look for, mm-hmm. it'll make the book more enjoyable, especially the lulls. So it's like, okay, so I did the homework uh, of like finding an article to find like little tidbits about the book to keep an eye out for it so that um, uh, it would some an article you could read without being spoiled. Um, but one of the things that the article had mentioned was the fact that it's actually a funny book. And I have never heard anyone talk about this book in any kind of way to suggest it was funny. Yeah. But here I am, like, on the train listening to this book. And over and over again, I'm, like, cackling out loud. Like, literally laughing out loud because of the way, like... There's a, the one line where he's, like, he goes off on a tangent. Like, Ishmael goes off on a tangent. He goes, but enough of this blubbering. We're going whaling. And I was, like, I fucking got so cheesed that I just, like, I, I couldn't take it. Like, how, like, cheesy the line was. I, I mean, a lot of the stuff they describe sounds like slapstick. Mm-hmm. Yes. For instance, when they wake up and um, Queequeg. Queequeg, yeah. yeah. What the names are even funny. Yeah. He he gets out of bed first and he's like, you know, he's going to get ready before the other guy gets out of bed. (laughs) But he puts on his shirt, puts on his jacket, shaves with his harpoon. Yes. (laughs) The entire time he's doing all this. This motherfucker has not put on his pants. He's, he's Donald <laughs> yeah. Ducking it. He has not put on his pants. Donald Ducking it around the room. <laughs> so he's doing everything else to get ready. So dude finally goes like, yo, can you can you put on your pants, man? He's just like, I like the cold. <laughs> and here here's what gets me. It's like, you've been unabashful about doing everything else without your pants. But to put on your pants, you get <laughs> yeah. under the bed. Why are you hiding when you've been just like? And it's for the man he's been sleeping with. <laughs> right? It's like what? What? You yes. have to hide putting yeah. on your pants? Yes, because he got bashful. It's like, Maybe that's the one thing he's he's embarrassed about. It's like my asshole is ridiculous. <laughs> well, if he's a cannibal, then maybe yeah. you never know. It's like you never know what's gonna come out of it. Could be a finger. Oh man. <laughs> Could be a tooth. Who knows? And the whole, like, the the owner of the, the hotel. Oh, and then when he's looking the for landlord. a hotel, mm-hmm. and he goes and he looks, and he's, like, he's, like, talking to himself. He's, like, psyching himself out. He's, like, I don't, like, I, I'm looking for something modest that doesn't have to be crazy. Like, I just need a place to put my head. And then he comes across a place. He goes, oh, hell no. This just too. <laughs> he didn't, he's, like, he, like uh, if I remember correctly, at one point, he's, like, there's no harm in asking. And then as soon as he gets to the first part, he's, like, I'm not even going to ask. And then he just <laughs> keeps going. And then finally he finds some, like place where you can't even see through the windows because they're so greasy and he's like this looks like a comfortable place for yeah. me I'm, I mean that that landlord that that's <laughs> that is that motherfucking messed up guy who likes to see people scream yes yes because yes. he's like you know you know my shirt bed right now you know as long as the guy's not weird is he weird no, no. Nah. he just got square tattoos all over his body. He well, just sells heads in the market. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, no, no. That's the thing. Like, he he doesn't fill in anything. He just keeps like, no, no, yeah. he's cool. And, and then finally, he's like, oh, we're gonna go to the room. Uh, where, where's my roommate? Oh, he he's not back from selling heads. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, I, I was like when I first heard <laughs> that, I was like, is that a euphemism of some sort? Is, is, is this a thing I'm not aware of? Yeah. What? And he's like, he's like, no, no, no. He's he, he's out selling heads. And the guy's like, uh, <laughs> what? what? Yeah. He's like, yeah. Well, he's like, so so let me tell you. So so he came back from his last voyage with 13 heads, and he's selling all of them. But I told him he has to sell out the last one today, because you know it'd be weird to sell heads on Sunday. Because <laughs> that's the yeah, weird yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> people going to church and you trying to sell heads. Sounds like it made no sense. <laughs> like what? 
Yeah. Can't be selling heads on Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> That's uncomely. It doesn't look it's not a good look. <laughs> That's the fourth commandment. Thou shalt not sell heads on Sunday. Make no sense. <laughs> I really I wonder what he was actually doing. He, 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 no, no, he was selling heads. Well, I don't know if Dennis got to it, no. but once they become friends, he gives him the head. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So he was literally yeah. selling heads. Yes. But I wonder who's what. What kind of customer buys a head? Uh, mm-hmm. because whatever it is, it hasn't come up on my Amazon list yet. Like none of my <laughs> Jack Skellington. Like uh, people who bought heads also bought. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you typed in heads into no, Amazon? Have you tried I, looking it's, it's for a thing? Like... I'm gonna try now. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna give you mannequin heads. You have yeah. to be specific. I would. I would be so happy if you type in heads and and it's like. Not sold on Amazon Prime, but our seller, Queequeg. Yeah. <laughs> it takes the four to six weeks. Yeah, four to six weeks. <laughs> Can be Shipping. hand delivered. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, no, 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 no. I don't want to go too too forward because you're... Well, keep going. I'll tell you when. Well, basically after that is the, the ship getting yeah, on going. the ship. Well, no, because um, <clears throat> remember they have to go... Before they go to the ship, they go and stay in another place. Mm, right. And everyone's... Gave them all these directions, yeah. which of course weren't good, mm-hmm. <laughs> because what 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 man gives proper directions to another man? Wait, I thought that was I thought y'all had like a language. No, no, not at all. No. <laughs> no? We, we like to see how confused the other guy will end up. So they get to the second place, and there's a woman yelling at a guy. He he, he they don't understand what's happening, mm-hmm. but they were told that you get to this place, and they have some excellent food. That's right. Yep. And he walks in. And, you know, they're like, yeah, we need a room and, you know, food. And, and in, in the most forward way, clamor cod. That's all she says. Okay, this is where I'm at now, yeah. Clamor yeah, yeah. cod. Clam- That's all she's yelling at him. And he's about to ask her about the clam. And he's like, well, what about the clam? And she just turns around, yells into the kitchen, two clams! And goes back to yelling to the other guy. So she, he never actually said he wanted a clam. Right, he never actually said it. You're like, and then they just came and delivered it. Mm-hmm. And from what he said, it like it, it turned out great. And then of course, Ishmael is not not the most um, bashful of people because he's like, okay, I see how this worked. So he goes near the kitchen and just yells, two cod," and he gets his cod. <laughs> he's like, oh, it's like magic. And then she takes his harpoon. She's like, absolutely not. Somebody, right. somebody died. I'm not letting anybody upstairs. Did you get to the part where, um, where Kwekwe is doing his, um, his pagan ritual? Yes. And then the whole like after the pagan ritual, this guy's trying to explain why the pagan ritual is dumb. No, that that part I didn't get to. Well, but I, I appreciate I I, his I, I, reasoning for doing the pagan ritual with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That no, was that was really beautiful. Yeah, 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 that was good. That yeah. was really nice. He's like, uh, if, if, there are a few if God gems wants me to there. do unto my brother as I would do unto him, right. if I, I wanted him to pray with me, mm-hmm. so I have to pray with him the way he right. prays. And yeah. what, is, what is the point of doing all of this to do good? So yeah. why does it matter? It, it's all like prayer and, yeah. and goodness. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if I, it, whether it's a little wooden statue that yeah. he made or what. I yeah. thought that was really, really nice. Yeah. The other thing I really appreciated in the very beginning when he's talking about um, being a sailor on a ship, which I thought was kind of a stoic way of looking at it, is like when he's when he's saying like sometimes, you know, people get hot and bothered when they're asked to do menial tasks like clean or scrub the floors. And it's like, 
it, every man gets bumped on the shoulder to do a thing. Everyone has their, their good days and their bad days. And, like, so long as it's getting done, like, who fucking cares? Um, I thought that was a really nice way of looking at that. Just like don't don't complain, just just do the thing. And he's the reason why everyone in the navy hates the navy. Hmm. Why? Why is that? Well, have you ever spoken to someone in the navy, or in that has navy. been, or that has been in the navy? Yes, but I wasn't about the, the you know it wasn't about being on the boat. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, there was this one guy at my job. Uh, he was in the navy, and I would ask him what what would he do, and he's like. Well, his job was like a mechanical engine, you know. It's like, you're like, you're like, wow, that's amazing. He's like, but I spent about 90% of my time on the boat mopping. <laughs> He's like, I can tell you how to mop, how to shine the shit out of anything. He's like, because that's what you do in the Navy. You clean the boat. <laughs> and every once in a while, I fixed the plane. But mostly I was mopping. <laughs> He's like, you show me a mop, I will kill you with it. And I was like, whoa, whoa. Sorry, bro. <laughs> hmm. Um, yeah, my uncle was in the navy, but mostly he just told me about his sexual exploits. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Well, he was a medic. Okay. So I, was, I yeah, think but that, when people ain't sick, the boat still got to be clean. Yeah, I assume. <laughs> but uh, it doesn't seem like he spent a lot of time on the boat because I really have not heard him speak a lot about the he boat. He won't talk about it. It was just it was, he was probably the mopping was so toilets, horrible. Such yeah. <laughs> <laughs> terrible mopping. He's got PTSD. <laughs> Have you ever seen him touching a mop? Actually, no. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that is gonna that is gonna freak me out for the rest of my life. You now. just want to like hold a mop and get inch closer to yep. him and see if he inches away from you. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Why are you bringing that oh. here?" No. Next I podcast, have... Dennis comes back with a black eye. He's like, "Yeah, the mop's." <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So yeah, that, that I agree with you what you were saying about the uh, the, the the religious thing, um, where you know he was he was interested in still being kind of magnanimous to Kwekwe, yeah, even though he was doing this pagan ritual, mm-hmm. which is like um, you know you know no bueno when it comes to Christians, like uh, yeah, it's like no, we don't do that. <laughs> you shouldn't be respecting exactly. anything but what I respect. Exactly, which is obviously not the thing to do. But but th- their first night. You mean when he like rubs him with his head like a cat? Well, We're friends now. Well, he's he's there, naked in the bed, uh-huh. and this man comes in, gets naked, <laughs> and then takes out a tomahawk pipe. Uh-huh. So it's not just a pipe; mm-hmm. it's a weapon. Yeah, it's like I can smoke this or kill you, <laughs> or smoke this while killing you. <laughs> yeah, smoke this while killing. So like. That picture of it is like, wow. Like, I was like, that's fascinating. And once he started making noise to get his attention, he's like, the guy's like swirling his <laughs> pipe that's now throwing little flames everywhere. I'm like, that's that's actually got to be goddamn frightening. Yeah, some purple dude. Because they, cause they describe him as purplish purple, yellow. Right. Purplish like, yellow. I don't even know what that looks like. That sounds like really bad bruising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but it's not. He's purplish yellow. But he's yellow. from... Um... A make-believe island. A make-believe, yeah. So he's from a make-believe island. So it's impossible that this character Why is... Why is the island make-believe? Well, that, that's one of the things um, I decided to look up. Because they mentioned the island he's from. And I'm uh-huh. like, I don't know where that is. And then when <laughs> I clicked on it, it was like, 
But like, quick, quick, from a make believe. I was like, oh, he just made up that idea. Yeah, nah. actually, apparently, most of the facts about the whales that he goes up on that long tangent about, apparently, well, most of that shit is also made up. Well, I wonder if it's made up or it just wasn't up to date at the time because they believed at that time, at least according to him, that the sperm whale was the biggest. Mm hmm. I, of course, because I needed to know, mm-hmm. I wanted to know where it falls in line with all the whales. Mm-hmm. The sperm whale is the third largest creature on the planet. Oh, wow. It has the largest brain of any creature on the Interesting. planet. So the reason like it, it seems to be extra smart and extra dangerous is because it's smart. <laughs> um, but the blue whale and the fin tail whale, I think, something like that are the two largest, Mm -hmm. but not by a lot. Like, sperm whales are actually quite frighteningly large. And I don't know why anyone would hunt one. Because it makes you a man. No, I'm good. You don't want to be manly? No. no. Do you you remember how they described its little offset jaw? No. Because the sperm... Have you seen pictures of sperm whales? Yes. Yeah, there's one on the cover of the book. Well, but pictures of actual sperm whales, not just the, the funny. So so they have the big giant head, but they have a small kind of like uh, alligator Angular, type yeah. mouth. Mm-hmm. And you haven't gotten to this point, but they describe Moby Dick. And they say basically the bottom <laughs> of his mouth is like a saw. Mm-hmm. If I saw a giant fish and it's carrying a saw for a mouth. Well, Captain, I believe we've made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> That thing will kill us. Yes. The thing is, if 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 you've had animals long enough, like if you had enough, you know, different types of pets, you know that they're all trying to kill you. Yes. Because it's the way they survive. Well, it's, not they're Toby. Just trying to kill people. No, Toby's going to kill you too. No, he's not. Right now, you're you're loving to him. Mm-hmm. You know, you keep him fed, but if you miss a couple fe- couple feedings, he's coming after your neck. No, he would just yeah. scratch at the bowl and keep looking at you, and he'd scratch mm-hmm. at the bowl and look at you. For how long? Not very long. No, to- Toby does believe he's in charge. Mm-hmm. So he scratches at the ball and just kind of looks at you like, hey, mm-hmm. hey. At first it's cute. Mm-hmm. And then he starts turning <laughs> he his head. Uh-huh. <laughs> where, where you get that sense where he's thinking, hey, stupid. Don't, yeah. You know what this means. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. like, so you got further ahead. What do you think of Cap? So. There's a Cap? Yes. There, there's several Caps. I, have, I, had, I had several thoughts on this Captain. So again... I'm up to chapter 42, mm-hmm. and I haven't read a lot about the captain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I was thinking, like, Dennis is going to be pissed. If he was if he was pissed about <laughs> about, about Nemo, yeah. he'd be like, where, the hell, where is Ahab? Yeah. Why are these books ain't got no captain? <laughs> exactly. We, we keeping us on a ship. <laughs> you ain't got no captain. So, so for the first time, you actually get him mentioned. So these guys get a job. They're like, yeah, we're going to go on a ship. The... the the ship called so so they get on the ship Mm -hmm. and they're talking to two guys who are also called captain Mm -hmm. but neither is the captain of the ship (laughs) they are owners of the ship so they they finally get on this on this you know they're like yeah we got a job and they when the guy goes when ishmael goes to to get the job he's explaining to the guy he's like well i'm not a whaler it's called a pequod it's like i'm not a i'm not a whaler but i want to be a whaler Mm -hmm. I want to do this manly thing. I want to mm-hmm. see what it's like. And of course, the guys look at him like, you 
Like he gives him yeah. that condescending, like, yeah. is this what he's telling him about? Like he's, t- he's telling him, like, you know, I've I've done merchant seamen and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah and the guy's like, don't ever mention that shit to yeah, me again. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, 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 that's that's a particular disgust. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's disgusted by it. Yeah. So, eventually, the guy's like, if you want to know what it takes to be a whaler, you. You talk to Captain Nemo. That's what I thought too, because I'm like, this is what happened with Captain Nemo after Twenty Thousand Leagues. Mm-hmm. He just went on to become a whaler, and then this is the, this is Nemo. So, so he tells him, you, 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 you talk to him, and he's like, and eventually he comes back. He's like, wait, wait you're not the captain? Well, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> and then introduced to a second guy mm-hmm. who, who's when they're deciding his pay. Mm-hmm. Are you the that captain? That whole scene no, was so no. funny. Yeah, those guys are hilarious. <laughs> So they're like, no, 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 you, you'll you'll eventually meet the captain. He's like, what do you mean eventually? How am I getting hired to do a job and I can't even meet the boss? Yeah, right. They're like, uh, you, you'll meet him. Just, just sign here, here, your life for the next three years. Uh, what do you think we should pay him? One guy's like, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> pay him the 700 <laughs> So <laughs> the way they explain it is that um, it's basically ranked on like importance and ability on the ship. Okay. So the less... The less you can do to help the ship overall, the lower you'll be. Makes sense. And so he's thinking he's going to get like the 300th lay or something like that. The 300th position, which means of the total amount of money they bring back as a result of their whaling expedition, he'll get one 300th of the profit. Oh, okay. As opposed to someone who will get one 50th or one 70th, maybe the harpooner or something. So he's thinking, he's like, I can't really, like, I, I can I can do the things that I learned from, from my time working but I, there's not a whole hell of a lot I can do so maybe one three hundredth and so the, he, he they go and the guy goes like he one of them is reading a book mm-hmm. or like he's reading a bible the, or something the the um the Quaker yeah the Quaker which is the name of their periodical and he's like one seven hundredth <laughs> no, no 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 the 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 rude guy is the one who wants to pay one seven hundredth but he's also the guy who was, who got mad that he mentioned the merchant fleet yeah but the Quaker who's like well dressed and all like and he's the, he, the he's dandy. polite the, the dandy, dandy. <laughs> he's like uh, uh 350 no no 775 300 like completely like like the whole thing is like he asked for no fucking reason ah. because he didn't pay attention to him to the point where the the rude guy like gets up and they're like chasing each other around right. the room and then finally finally he's like I'm putting you down for 250 <laughs> and he like puts him down for the 200th lay um, that whole fucking scene is so funny. Um, this is the first time we've heard of the stories we've read that were nautical of like what payment. they get paid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I had no idea what a lay was. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you know, any other time we we're just like, hey, we're gonna go kill some stuff and uh, we're gonna get back. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, it's like, um, this has to be worth some kind of money. Yeah. So eventually he 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 keeps coming back because the ship doesn't leave for like three four days. Because they like, get their shit together. Hey, can I meet Nemo? Nemo, can I meet? Can I? Can I meet Captain Ahab? No. Hey, can I meet Captain Ahab? No. Hey, can I? He's not here. Okay. And finally, they're like getting ready to set sail, and he's like looking around. He's like, "Where the fuck is Ahab?" He's like, "Yeah, is the captain here?" No, he's in his cabin. Is he coming out? Maybe. 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 So they're. So they're they're sailing for what? Like a couple of days Mm -hmm. before. Ahab actually makes an appearance. Oh, okay. Not not talks to people, not interacts, none of this. Just makes an appearance. Mm-hmm. So all we have of Ahab at this point is that the two other captains both trust him. One of them has actually sailed with him. 
um, and the stories the about stories him. The stories are crazy. Everyone is like nervous and afraid because apparently he runs a very tight ship and he'll kill you. Like This is like, Nemo all over again. Yeah, like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But then they get to, to, to like... To like, and the guy's like, but I don't understand why he's not showing. He's like, well, there was an incident in his last voyage. An incident? These mysterious captains. Yeah. He's like, what was the incident? Well, something happened. And he came back without a leg. What was the something? Something. <laughs> yep. Do any of you know? <laughs> not really. Yeah, I, I, I doubt that anybody who lost a leg would want to talk about how they lost a leg. Oh, no, but then he goes on, like, the whole, yeah. So, so... Everyone's not really sure about it. Mm-hmm. There's theories and this and that. There's conjecture. There's conjecture, but no one really knows. But you know, he finally <laughs> shows up and he's got his you know his peg leg and he's walking around <laughs> and he only comes out at night. Yeah. All oh, the way they do dinner. So the captain goes to the mess hall and the cook puts out the food. Then the first officer gets called in to come eat. Captain's at the table. First officer gets called in. When the first officer gets to the door, he then turns around and calls for the second officer. <laughs> when the second officer gets to the door, he then turns around and calls for the third. You're like, really? You got to literally get called to go eat. Yeah. Well, called to the door. Called to the door, right. And then, like, <laughs> they eat, and then everyone else gets to eat. But the three officers plus the captain get to eat. Fucking pop and circumstances. Right. Probably all made up too. Probably not even fucking true. Um, but eventually, you know, you start learning little things, and you know, everyone's like, you know, he lost his leg, and then finally, there's a big meeting. <laughs> well, the way it's like, like they see him, and he's like walking back and forth, and he's walking back and forth, and it, like it, it reminded me forcibly of some conversations that Sherlock has had with Watson. Where, like, in, in these particular scenes, Sherlock will be watching Watson and watching his actions and will then proceed to basically, like, read Watson's mind as a result of inferring what he could be thinking based on his actions. And the way that's basically what they're saying is, like, you could practically read Ahab's mind based on his actions and how every time he makes a turn, it's like every single thought turns with him and finally that he decides to call like all and all hands like everyone shows up and then he stands there with everyone staring at like everyone's apprehensive standing on the on the the boat deck like watching him and at one point i have his um um ishmael is basically like it's almost like they called us here to watch the process of of um oh what's the word that they use uh of of walking like it's like he called everyone to the deck just to watch him walk <laughs> Because he was just going back and forth thinking, and then and then we get a whole uh, monologue on on that they're hunting the white whale, ah. and he goes to explain that the white whale took his leg, and one of them is like, "No, he didn't. That's not a, no, not, I don't remember it like that at all." <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, he's like, he's getting all like energized, and what Ishmael is saying, he's like, everyone's getting energized with him. Yeah, like, everyone's getting heated except for one guy. Uh huh. The Quaker, because there's also a Quaker Starbuck. Which every time I hear Starbuck, I think of the um, coffee company. No, I think of Scully. Hmm. Because that's what her dad called her. So every Uh single time I hear Starbuck, that's what I think. I think of Scully from X Files. I think of a Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, that's what I. Interesting. Which is where he gave her the name, the Mm -hmm. nickname from. Mm -hmm. But this particular, that's his. Is he the first or the second mate, Starbuck? 
He's one of them. Mm-hmm. And he's a Quaker. So as being a Quaker, there's very particular rules and things. And wanting revenge is very bad, according to the Quakers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to him, he's like, uh, Nemo's just want... Nemo. <laughs> Ahab just wants revenge on this whale. Mm-hmm. This is wrong. We're here just to kill for profit, not for revenge. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, is there a that's, difference? That's the high ground. Killing for profit is the high ground at this point. Holy shit! And and he's like, he's trying to like calm everyone down. Like he's like, don't worry, we will be killing whales, but not for revenge. Everyone, yeah, yeah, please, yeah, yeah. please tuck her down. Please uh, uh, sim it down now. Sim it down now. But <laughs> but everyone's still like rallying up, and then. The drinking ritual, I thought that was like, wow, that sounds intense. I don't know that I got to the drinking ritual. Is that actually in 41? Yeah, when he's talking. I didn't get to when, 41. I when got to like 40. he's giving the speech, mm-hmm. he starts pouring and he's like, everyone has to drink from the chalice. Yeah. Except for the harpooners. Interesting. I w- but I wonder if Quick would drink from that anyway. There's a reason he didn't let the harpooners drink from the thing. Because it can't be drunk? Grab your harpoons and, un- and unsheath them. Because... The way the harpoon works, you screw it into the wooden thing. Yeah. So there's basically a cup at the end. Oh. And he pours it into their harpoons. He's like, be one with you. It's like, oh my God, this That's really sounds dope. animalistic and crazy. And they're all like drinking from their harpoons. That sounds like a really cool scene, though. I'd love to see that in a movie. I'm surprised we're not doing that here. Drinking uh, from drinking harpoons. If, if, if I was going to go to any friend's house and they're going to have harpoons as glasses, it would be here. I'm actually going to look that Exactly. <laughs> Um, but like that whole scene is like, man, like I can see being on a boat and this crazy guy just yeah, talking yeah. about it and like, yeah, let's go kill some white whale. Yep. Uh, you guys ever been on a cruise or anything? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. I think we had this discussion. We, we took a cruise down to Bermuda. Bermuda. Ooh. So there's that. But you, so you, neither one of you are up to chapter 42. No. I can't wait till you guys get to yeah. chapter 42. Really? Yeah. Not for any reason you might think. Can I tell you what they discuss? Feel free. Sure. Whiteness. Really? Hmm. So, as they're talking about Moby Dick. Which is the name of the whale that they're hunting. Yes. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. I had no idea that the Moby Dick was the name of the whale. Oh, yeah, I he, knew that. He explains, this is a strange creature because it's white. So, he puts a whole chapter where he describes, in most things in human culture whiteness is a good thing and he goes to describe like every little thing like these people love whiteness because of this these people said whiteness was great because of that and like he goes through this whole thing he's like and then you have the whale this pale (laughs) white demon (laughs) and you're like oh interesting take on whiteness (laughs) 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 <laughs> all right then okay. be like a lot more people need to read this book yeah. <laughs> do, you think, do you think um what do you think the author was saying like like because now that's reminding me of our discussions of um of from dorian gray and well, thinking about like the author's use of like certain things well <clears throat> this book at least from what i've seen so far He's sneaking in these, like, very... Kind of like tropes, almost. Not tropes, but, like, these very... I hate to use this term. Awoke 
concepts. It's called woke, not awoke. Woke, woke, whatever. No, no, like, no. Get it right. It's woke. Like the idea that someone way... You can't see me, but I'm smiling. Way, way back in those days, you know, of this puritanic, you know, Christian ideal to sit down, look at a pagan, and actually take the Christian ideal of do unto your brothers, you would have them do unto you, and in my opinion, see it in the proper way. Mm-hmm. The idea of like, if I want him to pray with me, I should pray with him. Right. That it. That is what that means. Mm-hmm. Not what a lot of people take it to mean. Yeah. You know, nowadays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm like, this guy, this guy in eight, eight, 1850? You oh, woke, son? This, this, this guy was giving us hints and no one paid attention. Mm. No one paid attention. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he He's given us this, this ideal where, you know, you should be afraid of this horrible revenge man. But once he gets the crowd going, because yeah. that's what that is. That, that, that's that speech, exactly what that's that is. That's mob mentality. Yeah. He's like, it's kind of hard to stop. Yep. Even if you have one guy who's completely rational trying to tell everybody, hey, everybody, hey, hey, guys. That's not what we're here for. Got, no, no, no. Remember the papers you saw? Okay, no one's listening. Got it. And I felt bad for that guy because he, he's literally trying to calm everyone down. But he won't disobey an order because, again, his ideals. Well, I did sign up to follow the captain's orders, so I will follow the captain's order, even though I know he's completely batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, damn, that's that's kind of a hard place to be stuck in, mm-hmm. especially like thirty minutes into your job. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, well, I can no longer see the land, so I guess I should follow. <laughs> follow the right, right, right. It's like, well, I'm stuck here for the next three exactly. years, guys. Let's do this. Just as a side note, for anyone who enjoys horror games, um, it, this is reminding me of the captain from the uh, from the video game Dead Space. Um, because that captain was forcibly removed because he went crazy. And hmm. Um, trying to think of what else caught me with it. No, did anyone else catch the no more blubbering, we're going whaling? I haven't gotten there yet. It was early on the book. Hmm. A lot of the phrases and the words they use are funny. Like at one point, they're talking to one of the captains and he's like, it's bothered me a fizz. And I was just like, oh, shit, that's really funny. That's a cute way to use the, the words. Like, just the, the words that they use in certain phrases. I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. So, did you, you said you uh, looked up this article that spoke about the uh, different themes in Moby Dick. Mm-hmm. So, uh, tell us, like, what you Well, find? I shared it. I'll pull it up. Meow, 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 I'm looking for the article. Oh, yes. Nine reasons to start reading Moby Dick. Um, uh, on its 160th, 66th birthday. Ishmael is an extraordinarily funny narrator. Um, as I mentioned, it's pretty funny. Ishmael is a wise and thoughtfully, wise and thoughtfully and oddly progressive narrator. Mm-hmm. Um, perpetually relevant. Progressive—that's the word. Mm-hmm. The supporting cast is fascinating, it's a dirty as we've learned. These days. How dare you ask for progress? Shoot. We're trying to conserve things. What do you think this is? Oh, 
the Demogorgon? When they reference the Demogorgon? Yes. They talk about the Demogorgon? Yeah. Um, That wasn't just a, a made-up thing for Stranger Things? No, no. That's, that's, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. Basically described kind of like supernatural, like nah. unexplainable evil. Because mm-hmm. when, when he goes into describing Moby Dick, like, you know, at first, well, not when he goes to explain, he's like, the reason Moby Dick is so fascinating, it's like, because, you know, there's this one guy, he's like, yeah, you know, there's this white whale, we, we saw it once, and it went by, but then another guy tells a story, he's like, yeah, you know, we, we, were, we, we were taking on this whale, and this white one came, and it killed all my homies. <laughs> They're like, what'd you do? Oh, I ran. <laughs> and then that's the one story. And there's another guy like, yeah, we were fishing and we saw this other boat. We're like, hey, hey, what's up? And then we came back and they were all dead. And all we saw was like a white tail in the distance. What do you think that was? <laughs> and like he's describing like all these stories just kept growing and growing. And the whale went from like, oh, it's a really big whale. Oh, it's a really big smart whale. Oh, it's actually a dragon. And like he's like the story just kept expanding because <laughs> not everyone saw it. And those who saw it only saw glimpses of it mm-hmm. or were killed by it or, you know, there were 50 people and two survived or there were 50 people and one guy just disappeared and they found his toe. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, it's like the stories just kept getting crazier and crazier and everyone's just like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to avoid that thing. Cause I'm not sure which stories are real. And then you got a Ahab going like, we're going to kill, kill it. it. Mm-hmm. We're going to kill it. Good. And when we're done killing it, we're going to revive it. and We're going to kill it again. <laughs> so the monologue uh, is from Starbuck, and it goes, "Oh God, to sail to sail with such a heathen crew that have a small touch of human mother in them, whelped somewhere by the sharkish sea. The white whale is their demigorgon. Hark! <laughs> Your wondering touch of mother. Yes, because there, there's there's a little bit of humanity in them. Ah, but then they went back to crazy. Okay, because at first, you know. When they're first describing like the start of this voyage, it's you know very, it, it it sounds like a lot of like nice people, and there's at one point where there's like a back and forth, and he's literally describing like and the French sailor said blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. and the Montauk sailor said blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and it just sounds like a bunch of drunk guys you know having fun on a boat, mm-hmm. and the fun drunk guys went away, and now just bloodthirsty I want to kill the white whale guys are on the boat, like it's a completely different. Like the shift between, be like ha 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 ha, and, and at that point, you know, some of it was you know, as one would expect, a tad bit racist, because mm-hmm. there's like a white Spaniard and he's insulting, I forget who it is, and it's one of the darker, mm-hmm. but the guy's a harpooner. Now, when it comes into the boat ranking, harpooners the harpooners are like they're the top. way up top. You mean the guys who kill the whales? Yes. yes. On the whaling ship. Yes. Oh. And I think all three of like the main harpooners are, you know, not white. Because there's Queequeg, there's mm-hmm. another, I think it sounds like he's Indian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I forget what the third guy is, but none of them are like oh, You mean all these guys who are so great with harpoons that they use them to shave with? Yes. Right. Oh, okay. So like... And harpoons aren't small. No. no. Oh, okay. So, so, so the Spaniard's just like, he's like... <laughs> Your skin has the touch of evil. That's why you're so dark. And the guy counters with like, he's like, well, if you knew how to use, like, I forget, like, he's like a spoon or something. He's like, you wouldn't be so useless. And they're just going back and forth. But it's in good fun. And then it changes 
and you're like, oh, these 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 guys are gonna murder something. Mm-hmm. And then you got poor Starbuck, like guys, guys, no. <laughs> Listen, we're gonna. Do they this. actually called him a dandy. He's like, we're gonna do this for three years. We're gonna kill some whales. We we're need gonna... to be able to live with each other. We're gonna collect some blubber, and uh, we're gonna go back. I'm gonna go back to my house and uh, comb my hair. And I oh, and I love the way they're describing um, the way that they're saying because when they're first talking about that um, Starbucks, who's the who's the dandy, using it in the traditional sense, a la uh, Dorian Gray. When they first talk about it, they're like, you can always tell when one is on board because they they do things to their outfits. They add extra buckles. They have extra right. frills on their uniforms, and it's like. The first time that boat hits a storm, all that extra shit is going to be... All the buckles are going to break, <laughs> the shit's going to rip off, and you're going to realize how fucking useless it was. But always, like, the first day on the ship, they walk in and they have all this pretty shit on their outfits. I thought that was funny. I'm trying to look up the name of the other one. Because the way they describe Because there's them, Flask, I think, the name of the crew. They're, they're all, like, one word. It's it, the, the name of the ship crew. Ah, mm. uh, here's the other one. So... Starbuck is the dandy. And yes, he's the first mate. And when you read about the other mates, you get the feeling that the other two captains, they were looking for balance. Because then, they're Stubb. <laughs> Stubb? You, do you yep. want to know who Stubb is? Yes. Stubb is Lou. Oh, wow. Yep. He's a short, yep. little angry man. Yep. Who has never seen without his pipe. Ah. And next to his bed, he has a row of pipes. Yep. With the um, the tobacco already piped Ready in. Ready to go. So he can just switch pipes without having to wait to reload. Yeah. To the them. point where they're like, <laughs> they're, to the point where they're like, he's an amiable person. Like, like Ishmael is saying, like he's a really nice guy, very amiable. He's like the, probably the only reason why he's so amiable is because of the pipes. Because there's no way he would be so nice all the time this way. Um, not that Lou is a nice person. He's pretty fucking grouchy Lou but is a wonderful person he's just you have to get to know him yes and if you're if you're not approved then you're just you're just not gonna make it yep and then the third mate is flask mm-hmm. you can imagine what he's good at so there's stub then there's uh <laughs> tash tashtego tashtego that's uh stub's harpooner uh-huh there's flask dago dago flask harpooner Dago's physically enormous, uh, imperious-looking African, like uh, Kwekwe. There's Pig. Okay. Young black guy who fills the role of the... the, Oh, the... He's the cabin boy. The cabin boy. What? What? It's always you. (laughs) There's Peleg, a well-to-do retired whaleman out of Nantucket, and a Quaker. Um, Bildad, another well-to-do Quaker, ex-whaleman from Nantucket. What was the priest's name? What do we know about Quakers? Because I think they're Father they're, Maple. Because I, I know they're Christian, but I, I think they're also like non-violent. Like they have a strong non-violent. Um, like, uh, that's why the guy's also big against revenge. Yeah, they, they actually go into like his religious views. Mm-hmm. Um and. Which, Ish- if I remember correctly, they were quite amiable, too. Right. Well, Ishmael was, when he first, he's describing it, he's like, this this guy at first, when I thought about it, was kind of weird. Because mm-hmm. as a Quaker, they're very nonviolent. 
but he's a whaler, mm-hmm. which is very violent. Yeah, it's you're stabbing whales. So he's like, how do you and ripping them apart for their parts? How do you balance it out? So as he starts breaking it down, he's like, well, he's non-violent to, in the sense of a spiritual and kind of moral way. Mm-hmm. Like he's not killing the whale in anger. He's not killing the whale in disgust ah. and any of the. He's doing it out of necessity. Christian Luholz, you gotta, mm-hmm. gotta love that. It's like I'm not. I don't. I don't hate the whale. Right. But I do want its blubber, and then you know, like anything else, I can get from it. Mm-hmm. And he can't see, like he he would never harm another human being. There's a different mm-hmm. tone. Yeah. E- even if to defend himself. He would prefer to discuss what's happening, Mm -hmm. whether you have like a gun in his face or not, Mm -hmm. because that's the way of who he is. But, you know, he's willing to go whaling. Now, at the same time, he also points out, he's like, even though this guy's like, you know, the first mate and he gets one of the little buoy boats, he's not a harpooner. So even though he's leading these expeditions, he's technically not committing the violent act Ah. himself. So again, loopholes. Yeah. What did you think of the whole dialogue, or I guess the monologue? No, the, um, this dude's dream. So, it's amazing. It's great. That's another time I was sitting on the train. I almost started laughing out loud. And that was that was um stub. That was stub. So I have no doubt after he describes the dream, that there is some hallucinogens in his pipe. <laughs> Yes. No doubt. Because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> the night before he has a dream, he gets into a mini argument with Captain Ahab. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't understand why it turned into an argument. Because Ahab liked to go at night and start walking around the deck. Mm-hmm. But the deck he's walking is right above where everyone sleeps. And he's got a peg leg. So he's stumping. On <laughs> <laughs> everyone while they're trying to sleep. So he thought he was being helpful. He's like, hey, we can just tie a sock around your leg and... Hey, it'll be great. Ahab flips on him. I'm, do- I'm not a dog. How dare you refer to me this way? And of course, he's just like, he's confused. <laughs> but he gets slightly offended by something Ahab says to him. Like, he refers well, he to him. He basically says, like, if you don't get out of my face, I'm going to throw you overboard. No, no, but he refers to him at something. He oh, calls he- him something. Like, he didn't even care about the threat. It was what he called him. He's like, hey. Oh, no, I think he called him a dog. Oh, and then that he's like, don't call me a dog. And he's like, if you're not a dog, then you're a jackass, this, then the other. Right, just you're, you're, you're three off jackasses. It's some... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just rambling off this like long tirade of curses that basically calls you like the son of a jackass, basically. Those are always the best. So he goes to sleep. And I do appreciate He's like, I, I couldn't figure out. Part of me wanted to go punch him in the face. But part of me wants to go downstairs and kneel and pray for him. But I don't even pray. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, It's like, it's, it's one of those... So then he wakes up the next morning. He's like, yeah, I had this dream. It's crazy. It's crazy. And the guy's like, okay, so what's the dream? <laughs> like, so I'm walking, right? Right. And then Captain Ahab comes. And he kicks Kick me him. with, with no, Captain Ahab kicks me with his peg leg. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, what? So he kicks me with the peg leg. The guy's like, okay, so what did you do? I kicked him back. I kicked him back. But my leg fell off. <laughs> but my leg fell off. He's like, what? Why? Because he turned into a pyramid. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's like, and I just kept fucking kicking him. <laughs> and then was it a mermaid or some some, sh- some, some fucking... creature comes to him and asks him like, "Why are you kicking him?" Because like, he kicked me back. 
Why are you insulted by the kick? He's like, because I got kicked. He's like, how did he kick you? He's like, with the peg leg. So he didn't kick you with a real foot? He's like, That's no. disrespectful. No, no, no. He's like, he didn't kick you with a real foot? No. So why are you mad? What do you mean? <laughs> like, he kicked me. He's like, but it's, but it's not a real leg, so it's not a real kick. Because because it's more it's um because it, it's it's worse if he would have kicked you with his real foot right but he kicked you with his no with, he couldn't kick you yeah, with his real he's foot like, he's the like only thing holding him up it's like it's the same thing it's like if someone punched you versus they hit you with a walking stick you're not gonna get mad because they hit you with the stick you're gonna what? get mad because they punch you. right so so he's like so so the guy's like so what did you do I kicked him again uh-huh. <laughs> so, so, and then to this whole thing it's like well if if the queen of England slapped me with her glove I'd feel grateful so I'm grateful that the captain kicked, kicked me with his bed leg, leg. <laughs> yeah. what yeah, that's when he came up at the end what? <laughs> <laughs> which is why there's gotta be something in that pipe but also the fucking book is hysterical like it's so fucking funny these parts they're like the conversations that no, are had know, now I'm, in, I'm more enthused to, to <laughs> finish so and get, funny. to catch up where you guys are because I never thought of this book as, as funny. Yeah. What else did he talk about? I mean... So, <coughs> after they leave the first place, mm-hmm. and they're heading to the second place... Actually, hang on. Before we get to that, uh, we're an hour in. Let's pause everything, stretch our legs, use the bathroom. I want to grab a beer, and then we'll be back. So, we'll be back in, in a second for you guys, in about five minutes for us. What was I saying? Hard Superman. Oh no, you were saying before we move from one scene to another. By the way, we're back. We were talking about the dream. And then you were saying, oh, that's one thing you wanted to bring up when they were jumping, I think, maybe from one town to the next. Or or one scene to the Yes, uh, when they were about to leave the town and he's describing... Um, he, he He's talking to Queequeg because Queequeg didn't know how to use... What I think they're talking about is a hand truck. Like, he describes the first time someone gave him a hand truck to move stuff, that he just picked the whole damn thing up and walked away with it. <laughs> I had a similar thing. Not because I didn't know how to use a hand truck. It's just I didn't know they were there. When I first started working at Best Buy, mm-hmm. we had to move all this stuff off the truck. And I was like, I, I didn't want to be left behind. I didn't mm-hmm. want to be the guy mm-hmm. you know, holding everybody up. So I just started picking stuff up and carrying <laughs> it around. And, 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 and the supervisor looked at me, you know, uh, J.W., Looks at me, he's like, you know, you're going to throw your back out trying to carry everything. He's like, you know, there, there's these things, and they're all over the place. <laughs> you just use those. And it's like, oh, okay. So, do you remember, uh, this guy just, he asked Queequeg, he's like, weren't you embarrassed? And then Queequeg tells him the story about the wedding? Yes, I think. I remember this. The problem is, for some of this book, because this past couple of weeks has been very intense for me at work. And since I listen to the book kind of going and coming from work, if like if an email pops in or something, I might be, um, there were a couple of times where like I, I forgot to like pause the book when I was distracted. So, mm-hmm. Well, I just appreciate it because Kwekwe tells him the Kwekwe story. Kwekwe has a couple of funny stories. He's got a few where, in there. Where he's, like, he's like, I'm not embarrassed because these th- things happen to everybody. He's mm-hmm. like, so we had this wedding and my people have this ritual where they get this giant bowl. And everyone brings this like coconut water and shit. And the priest bless the water by basically what looks like is washing his hands in it. He's like, but for this wedding, we had one of your captains. He was in the area. We invited him to the wedding. And he's just standing there. He's like, oh, I'm the guest of honor. And the priest is going through the whole ceremony. Everyone's pouring the stuff into the thing. And then the priest starts blessing the water. 
And this captain, he's standing there like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm the guy to honor. He shoves his hand and he just starts washing his hand <gasps> in the street. And he's like, we're all looking at him, laughing at him like, hey, look at the idiot. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's messing up the wedding. And he's like, we eventually explained it to him. He's why like, is he, why, why did he become Mexican? Because it's funny. Okay. Just making sure that, we, that was, that was, I heard but, that correctly. But he's just, he's just, you know, giving him the story. Like, why mm-hmm. should I be embarrassed? You guys fuck up all the time, too. He's like, I figured it out. See, I can roll the hand curtain now. I I appreciate the do, that, like, that dynamic. Because here's Kwekwe from, from an island of pagans, pagan, pagan fucking cannibals, right? But he's, he's devout to his, his systems. And he came here and he saw these like to him these really hideous um practicings of the christian belief systems and these like really poorly founded actions and and things like that based on money and all these different things and so quickway tried to like assemble like um assimilate himself Mm -hmm. to to the christian and was just like no i'm not about this at all like this is all pretty fucking terrible and but now he's it's gotten to the point where he's saying he's He's dirtied himself to the point where he can't even go back and claim his his like chiefdom because he's right. He Kuikweg is a prince ah. on mm-hmm. his island. Yes, his his daddy was like the big guy, the big guy, and he told them not to leave with the Christians. And he did anyway because he wanted to see what? the world. Well, no, no, no. He he went to the Christian captain. He's like, "Yo, I'm going with you." And the guy's like, "No, no, savage, you stay on your island." But then, because he's smarter than him, he got his canoe at night. And he sailed through the rivers, because they didn't know how to sail through the rivers, got ahead of the boat. Then he stashed himself on their boat in the middle of the night. And the guy, like, you know, he wakes up in the middle of the night, like, hey, there's a savage on my boat. He's like, you need to go. He's like, no, I'm staying. Or you kill me. The guy's like, uh, okay, so you got a job. <laughs> Congratulations. Welcome onto the boat. Uh, what can you do? Kill. Kill. We can use that. <laughs> so we wound up, we wound up in a book where Captain Nemo has a peg leg and and Ned Land is an islander. Yes. <laughs> and that's basically what he's we no have. He's no Canadian. He, he's, he's from a imaginary black island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> basically, with square tattoos. Yes. I mean, his story is quite interesting because mm-hmm. he explains, like, he wanted to go because, as we all know, back in those days, the the, the wonderful Europeans would show up and telling all these natives we're bringing you Christianity so you won't be savage anymore and you'll be a better person so Queequeg actually buys in he's like you know what I want to learn about this yep. then he's like yeah I got there and I learned like yeah we're, we're, our savages we got some messed up homies yeah Christian yeah I got some messed up homies everyone's just messed up mm-hmm. damn <laughs> yeah, he's he's really. I was gonna ask you what you thought about him as a character. I really appreciate him as like an uh, an element, uh, a story, uh, like a a piece of the story, because he has this. He's able to see everything extremely objectively. Mm-hmm. He's not like, um, what I referenced earlier is like a Guique has this like this um the Sabbath that he does, um where he's in that weird posture and he basically spends like 24 hours fasting in this weird posture in the middle of their room and when he's done like the sun comes up and he basically just gets up and he's kind of sore or whatever and then ishmael goes on this long tirade on on like why it doesn't make sense to fast and why it doesn't do anything like 
completely overlooking like the discipline it takes to fast the the mental fortitude all the things and like that core structure of belief that you have to have in something to carry it out a whole day in a weird fucking position like he was you wouldn't think a christian would be uh be against fasting because uh fasting is one of you know like one of the I mean, they don't go into detail, but he just basically went. He like went all around the world to kind of explain why Quika should never do a fasting again. Yeah, fast Christian, you know, fasting is part of Christian Christian life yeah. as well. So that's just strange. But um, well, when they start describing like all these different levels of Christians, mm-hmm. I feel like that's what it is. It's levels. Yeah, like the Quakers are like they're level a hundred. Yeah, Ishmael, like I, I I get from him, he's like he's Christian light. Mm-hmm. He's like, I know the rules. Yeah, but I, I'm gonna do what I what I feel. Right. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I like the good stuff. They're like, yeah, you you remember when Jesus was in the desert? That sounded horrible. I think I'll stay over here. Yeah. <laughs> but like, no, no, we, yeah, we want to teach you. He's the one that goes glamping. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but when he wants to feel manly, he, he goes to the sea. He, he goes, he where? goes yeah. to the sea. Um, I mean, part of a, a, a pretty decent portion of this was just long meandering paragraphs about fucking whales and whaling yeah um so there wasn't a whole hell of a lot to talk about there wasn't a lot of story here so that so that chapter i skipped through some of that chapter where he literally tries to be the consejo consejo from the first book Mm -hmm. because he's like i've divided the whales into these four groups and in these four groups, I divided them into these blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he's breaking it down, breaking it down, breaking. I'm like, please, please hurry up. I, I don't understand why we're going through all this. Yeah. When we only care about one group. Yeah. Yes. The sperm whale. Yeah. That's it. See, in the other book, I get it. They, they were actually thing. generally caring about all the other ones. Yeah. But we only care about the creepy giant one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the big ass brain. Yeah. And but the he, fuzzy little spout. <laughs> but he breaks down... The belugas, the this. Mm-hmm. He talks about dolphins, yeah. and he, all the cetaceans, <laughs> right? And he says that orcas are just big dolphins. Uh, I thought they were just small whales, but I guess I was wrong. You see, you learned something. <laughs> I assume because they're so big and they can eat me, they should not be called a dolphin. Then again, the dolphins in the uh, dolphins? Brazil are scary. Dolphins are... Uh, the porpoises? The, the murderous porpoises? The one with the big head yeah, yeah, yeah. that'll ram you out of the water because... Actually, now that I think about it, the dolphin mouth is closer to um, to the sperm whale than an alligator's mouth because it's that really narrow yeah. mm-hmm. thing. So uh. maybe it's just a little mouth. People with little mouths have big issues. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I have no idea what you mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so... Do we believe that in the, I guess, 18, 1900s, everyone was afraid of sperm whales? Because if we remember, there was that chapter where Nemo went batshit crazy uh-huh. and killed a crapload of them. Right, and that was a different author from a different part of the world. Right? Yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. maybe sperm whales were really terrifying. I mean, they probably still I, are. I mean, yeah. They, they probably are. aren't so much now because there's so few of them. Yeah, that's true. I assume, you know. I also wonder how often, like, people came into contact with them like yes ship shipping was a thing then um because i like the way i'm looking at it is like the kinds of ships they had back then were mostly heavily manned ships um and not the traditional cargo ships that we have now which are skeletally st- staffed and just have like the long plank with all the the crates sitting on top 
um, as far as like moving supplies from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Well, and on a ship like that, I imagine there'll be probably fewer sightings because there's less people to see them. So when you have... I assume that's why the voyage was three years. Yeah, because it was... You needed the time to actually... Find s- them. <gasps> that was another great moment. When they're describing the I spotters. I haven't seen you get like that in any book. Yeah. Because <clears throat> the way he describes the spotters, there's there's two different type of people in this world. There's the guy who gets on the whaling boat because he wants to hunt whales. Okay. And when he's put to be a spotter, he's going to squint his eyes and <laughs> stare and really like, ahoy, something moves on the left. Yeah. And then there's the other guy who goes whaling. The guy who his girlfriend dumped him, and he doesn't want to live mm-hmm. anymore. Yep. So he's going to go on a whaling boat, and he's going to sit on the nest and cry and be like, I'm sorry, Captain, I didn't see a whale today. There are emo whalers? Yes. <laughs> Quite literally, that's what he's describing it. He's like, and he's like, they're, you know, they're dandies that are young, and their life is over, and yep. they don't understand why they exist, so they went whaling because they heard it was dangerous, and you put them at the spotter, and... They'll be sitting there for three days and not see a single whale, even if the whale is right next to the boat. (laughs) (laughs) Staring at you like... Literally like, hi. What what you doing, bro? Who's the sad guy at the top? (laughs) Who's the sad guy at the top? All right, I'm going to leave now. Bye, guys. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm reading this. I was like, damn, even in the 1850s, they hated emo guys. Mm -hmm. Like, no respect. He's like... You might as well just throw them over the ship. Yep. That's how much worth they had. <laughs> Damn. What can you do? I can spot things. Mm. And then you go up there and you're just like, my life is over. Uh. She left me. My marriage fell apart. What and, am I going to do now? And then they go into that one guy who invented a particular type of crow's nest uh-huh. for boats. And he was like, the guy was proud. But he wasn't proud because he made like a really cool invention. He was proud because of how he set it up on his boat. Mm-hmm. So he made his crow's nest, mm-hmm. but he made it big enough so he could have his liquor there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you know this guy wasn't spotting shit. <laughs> He's spotting a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was spotting something. So they were like, hey, whose turn is it? It's my turn! Like, what, what, why does he always want to go spot? Like, why does huh? he always come back drunk? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the guy had, like, his liquor. He had, like, a chair there. And he, like, like... It was the greatest place on the boat, mm-hmm. and everyone wanted their turn. Can, 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 I, can I go spot today? Can, can... Like, no, you're on washing the floor, dude. Uh. Damn it. <laughs> Third day in a row. Shit. Yeah. You have a lot of catching up to do. It's, yeah, yeah. it's fun. No, but it sounds like it. it. Sounds like it. Now I'm more. Now I'm more enthused. Excellent. Yeah, it's, I I can't wait to hear um, how you find it because mm-hmm. uh, it's fucking funny, man. Over and over again, I'm like I keep getting surprised that like yes. the the comical tones that are mm-hmm. sprinkled in there. So much like we're gonna watch the Count of Monte Cristo. Yeah. I want to watch the movie. Which, by Dick the way, movie. we are gonna watch the Count of Monte Cristo. I want to watch the movie Dig movie, but I want to watch the one with Picard in it. Of course. Why else would we mm. watch Rick Stewart? Yeah. Who does he play? He plays uh, um. Ahab. Captain Ahab. Oh, well, that should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Now that Imagine we know a little bit more that about speech. Yeah, I wonder how they did the punt, the the the, the bone leg. Does anybody is else that... think Patrick Stewart is a lot younger than he is? Like he's just playing an old he's man. Ageless. He, yeah, he he seems like a a young old man. Yeah. Do, do you know how old he is? No. Do 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 you have a inkling on in how old? No. Eighty six. I no. guess he is not in his eighties. I'm I'm usually yet? pretty bad at uh. 
Guessing white people's ages? Yes. I was trying to find a way to say it. <laughs> Case, was, guessing ages? Yeah. Have you any, ever heard? Any guess? So we, had a, we have a so friend named 76? Chris who once asked me to guess his age. And when I gave him about 20 years extra, mm. he was very offended. Chris, Chris? Yeah, yeah Chris, Chris, yes. Aww. He, he looked at me like I had, I had like wounded his... him mortally. And it's well, like, how I, old did you say he was? I thought he was in his 50s. And he's, oh, fuck. Yeah, I'd be and, mad too. And I, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, Patrick Stewart is 79. Oh, shit. Oh. The world is gonna. The world will be sad the day that. Oh, don't, don't even say it. Don't no, even say no, it. No. Don't say the words. Don't don't that. We're not. We're not thinking like that. That's not a thing. Case in point. Pretty sure I'm gonna have to call out from work for like yeah. a week and just watch reruns of. I'll be here. I'm just fucking cry. I'll with be here on your couch. No, you go wailing. <gasps> That's true. <laughs> You're gonna have to That's go true. wailing. We'll get we'll get a skiff and we'll go out. We'll go out on the Hudson. <laughs> oh yeah, that's gonna be good. Yeah. Maybe we'll make an offshoot podcast. We watch old movies. Mm. We'll watch old movies of the books that we've read. And yeah. it'll be uploaded like once every other month. <laughs> That'd be well, fine. This this is a complete tangent. Okay. But it's Patrick Stewart. Mm-hmm. He's one of those actors where he's in a lot of movies. I didn't realize he was in a lot of movies that I already loved. Mm-hmm. And now I love more. Okay. For instance, one of my favorite of the King Arthur movies... Is Excalibur. Never seen it. Uh oh. I am such a bad friend. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's all right. So like like this particular one, it's it's also the movie where I first heard O, o Fortuna. Don't know it. It's I'm such of, a bad friend, Dennis. I'm sorry. It's one of those classical um you, you, you do know it. It's the dun 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 doesn't sound familiar I'm blanking, at all. I'm blanking right now. It's well, a classical piece. Mm-hmm. It's used in a lot of um, um, combative scenes. Gotcha. So that's so, so this for, for, for me. It's always. I think I know great. what you're talking about now. Yeah, it's starting mm-hmm. to come with me. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So here, I got you right here. Don't play too much. We might. That, that's, that's a commercial. That's okay. not it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a commercial for your next phone. Oh, excellent. Oh, yes, I do know that. Okay. Uh huh. Okay, stop playing because I don't want us to have to, you know. Give them money? Yeah. <laughs> Give who money, eh? Yeah, whoever owns that song. That, that so, probably is just a. So I, I've probably watched that movie mm-hmm. in my lifetime maybe like 50 times. I've only made you watch it once, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that... <laughs> <laughs> if only you could see that face. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't realize that Patrick Stewart was in that movie. Mm-hmm. He plays one of the Knights of the Round. Ah. And he's buff as fuck. He's still kind of buff, though. But it's like young, super buff Patrick Stewart. I was like, oh, shit. And it's one of those moments like... I love this movie even more now. Yeah. It's amazing. We're going to have to watch it soon. I'm sorry. It's a great movie. Yeah. We just have Dennis so there's a reason for us to watch it. Okay. I don't mind being an excuse. <laughs> yeah. We can go back to the book now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Was there anything else, Dennis, 
You didn't do much talking. Do more talking. I mean, this I'm, I'm, I'm behind this time, so I you know I didn't have much to say. And Esteban is like on fire this episode, so yeah. I'm glad I'm glad I could quiet myself so that he could be, he could speak up. Um, I often feel like we don't hear enough from you. No, that's that's bullshit. He talks so much all the time. Nice. Oh, okay. I mean, we get a lot of coughing, but not a lot of speaking. <laughs> no, we get plenty of speaking. <laughs> He's nice. very vocal on these. I don't speak at all. <laughs> I am a mime. That's right. No. So I have a colleague, uh, and and um, just some background information here. Esteban is typically a pretty quiet person in, yes. in mixed circles. Unless you get him talking on something he's passionate about, he doesn't yes, really yes. talk a lot. So You know, there's these wars in the stars. Yeah. yeah <laughs> he's yes, like, yes, yeah. I'm aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so we've, like, uh, he's come to a few of my work functions, and he just kind of sits in the background on his phone. Yeah, did someone really... say General Grievous? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no one does, so he doesn't say anything. <laughs> so I, I, when we first started the podcast, and I, I sent it out to all my friends, um, she listened to it, and she, she hits me up, and she goes, Yo, I'm so not used to Esteban talking. Tell him to shut up. He's talking too much. <laughs> and then she says, she's like, it's weird hearing him speak. And I'm like, yeah, I get that all the time. <laughs> He's like this weird Dominican shadow that follows me everywhere. Because <laughs> if I can say anything. <laughs> well, if I have nothing to add to the conversation, I am will not say anything. Yes. Yeah, but then you become weird and creepy, and people are like, what's wrong with you? Esteban, we're American. We do not wait for people to have anything interesting for us to say. I, I, can't, here. I can't do the, 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 the chicken startup conversation. That <laughs> <laughs> was one time on a rooftop, and I was a little little lit. So, you know, I started talking talk, talk about the chicken. Mm-mm. Anyway, so. Yeah. A little, a little extra, a little background <laughs> here. Y'all are getting a weird side of Esteban that most people in my actual real life don't get, which is him talking. Yes. <laughs> well, speaking. in real life, Esteban despises everyone. Yes, yes, this is true. But in yes. that we agree. Yeah. How I ended up not being one of those people, I don't know. Because you're smart. I don't. I don't think so. I don't. Well, that's that's a testament to how smart. Because <laughs> okay. stupid people never realize they're dumb. They, isn't that true? <laughs> they what, never how, do. How is the saying that it goes? If no one's stupid, you're the stupid one. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if no one in your circle is dumb, you're the dumb. You're one. the dumb one. <laughs> Dennis. Yes. More. Give us more. more. I, well, I have, this is about as much as I read. No, no, you know, no, like, we've talked about the Donald Ducking, uh, <laughs> harpooner, and uh, how weird it is to sleep with a man you just met. Uh-huh. And, uh, what is your impression of the book thus far? Well, the book is definitely heading in a, di- in a direction I wasn't expecting it to head, mm-hmm. because every time you hear about Moby Dick, you hear about this this epic battle between a man and a whale, and I was mm-hmm. like, how epic could the battle be? He's on a ship. The whale is in the ocean. <laughs> what kind of battle are you actually doing? Right. And it's like, you know, whaling ships are pretty big ships. So you're standing on one. How how much interaction are you, are you actually having with the whale? It sounded like you were just like, people were just exaggerating oh. a chase scene. No, no, no. Oh, you haven't gotten there. No. So there's a reason why there's three uh, No, officers. no, no, okay. no, no. You talk too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> no, so it's like, so I'm like, it, it seems to be heading in a way where you get to explain, they're going to explain to me. The prophecy, the pro, you know, like the, the prophecy, or like the, the like why this whale means so much to Nemo and mm-hmm. things like that. So I'm looking forward to that. But Ishmael or I, I have not Nemo, said. but I, Ahab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, other than that, I didn't know about Queequeg mm-hmm. or um, uh, I didn't know much about Ishmael. I just knew that the first three words of the book were uh, "Call me Ishmael." Right. Yeah. Because that was the, like the famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing, it's, yeah. It's, it's like a Jeopardy thing. It's like yeah. First three words, you know, famous words. You know, like, yeah. 
Yeah, it was the best time. Did you find the, Did you find the humor in it? Did you like? Did you were you like looking at it like what? Yeah, like here and there, it was just like just just the odd thing of like uh, him trying to sleep. Like even just like the little bit I started like when the initial start of the book was like him looking at this bench like I'm gonna make this work. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, it was it was a foot too short. <laughs> yes. It's like it's one thing if you know like your feet are hanging off a bed or something. It's one thing. It's like oh, yeah, you know, I, I can figure that out. But like a foot too short, <laughs> like it's like made for a child. Yeah, and you're gonna it's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it work. They also went out and 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 like did some major work on yeah, it yeah, to yeah. try to make it work. And yeah, and it's it's like one of those things that's like makes you think it's like you know uh, men will put up with a lot just not to yeah. sleep with a man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, I could. I could but I don't want to. You know, like, I don't know this dude. He don't know he me. Went, no big deal. I mean, he went in, like, two or three times talking about, I'm a sailor. I shouldn't have to sleep with anybody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm a sailor. I shouldn't have to sleep with this. Yeah. is unacceptable. Why? Yeah. yeah. What were you going to say? Well, to Dennis's point, mm-hmm. they don't actually attack the whale from the ship. Oh, okay. Well, that, we don't haven't gotten there yet. And I don't know what happened. No, no. When they describe how he lost his leg. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you, you... You remember that favorite word of ours? The skiff. The skiff. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he has three officers. Ah, okay. Each of them get a skiff. Okay. And each of the skiffs has their harpooners. Uh huh. So basically, just they just you know it's like a thousand little cuts to the whale until it die until it dies. They're just like circling and stabbing. That just feels so wrong. Yeah. I mean, it's not the Nautilus. They can't just ram it. No, with the pointy well, end. yeah. But even that was horrible. Like you <laughs> yeah. know, just taking a whole ship, a whole like metal. You know, creature, yeah, and jamming it into a, a you <laughs> yes. know, into a, a, a living being, and a then, metal, a metal narwhal yeah. against the sperm whale. Narwhal, yeah. narwhal, yeah. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> we haven't uh, been drinking. I swear. There's one, one beer between us. <laughs> he discusses narwhals as well. Uh, he does yeah. when in this long. You you get to a very yeah. twenty thousand leagues under the sea. Yes. I promise by the next episode I will be not only caught up, but past where I'm supposed to be. Don't do that. I will <laughs> just catch up to where we gonna be. Well, <laughs> you know, like you guys will like. There's only one more episode after this, right? For this book. So for this book, we have two more episodes. Oh, okay, so we broke this into three to keep okay, it manageable because so. we, we realized after uh, the kind of Monte Cristo that can't make the. The, the too many chapters because it makes too much too yeah. in between work and, and life and everything. Yes. You can't put too many chapters. So uh, It's been a very busy summer. Yeah, it's been yeah. a fucking good summer. I've been enjoying the hell out of reading yep. these books and I'm really happy to be able to say that I've read the yeah. books that I've read and then after this I'll be able to say that I've yeah. read Moby Dick. I kind of want to go yeah. back in and it's listen ni- to It's the nice first... being able to say that you've read like classic books. Yeah, because yeah. like, there's references are all the time and if you don't know it then you don't know it but at least mm. as we go through these books we'll start seeing the references here and there um, and for anyone living in the tri-state area the American Museum of Natural History on Instagram shared Funny enough, they shared um, a Throwback Thursday photo for the whale, the giant whale in their sea room. Mm-hmm. Uh, some old photos the of it. The blue whale. The blue whale, which is kind of cool because they showed photos of it like when they were installing it and some interesting details. Oh, stupid there. question. Is that a real whale? Well, actually what they said is when that whale was created at the Museum of Natural History, um, photography hadn't been developed yet to the way that you could take a photo underwater. So... That whale was created using reference images from people who'd seen it. Oh, okay. So it's like, not a real like, whale, but it's a sculpture. Like the, the sculptor had sat with people who'd seen it and taken documentation and like, oh, okay. what is it? How does it look? Whatever, whatever. Um, and it was that whale is like not based on any actual photos of the real thing. It's just based on hearsay from people who'd 
experienced it in mm-hmm. your life. Because yeah. it looks really, it looks realistic. Uh, yeah, it looks super yeah, that, cool. That'd be some scary taxidermy, right? Yeah, there. yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, it was created for their hundredth anniversary for like nineteen something. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. Just a little side note for anyone who's curious. Uh, okay, so I think we're gonna cut it off here. Okay. Um. The next time we meet will be two thirds of the way into Moby Dick, and uh, that'll be the second episode in this series. Um, if you're enjoying the podcasts, if you're enjoying the episodes, the best way, the easiest way, to support us is to just kind of pause it right now, send the episode out to a friend who maybe loves Moby Dick and and would love to listen to a podcast yes. about it, um, listen to our former episodes. And please connect with us online, um, Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, Old Books Podcast. You can find us there. Um, you can also connect with my co-host, Esteban. Esteban. Hi. Dennis. Hello. Uh, you can still find me at, on Twitter at uh, DMLOBK. Yeah, no numbers. DMLOBK on Twitter. Uh, I'm also on Facebook as... Uh, I don't know what my name, Dennis Lard. I mean, we tag you. Yeah, things, yeah, you, so. yeah. I'm, I'm around. You yeah. can find me. There are very um, few black Dennises. I'm, I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want, you can also email us. We receive emails, yep. uh, suggestions at oldbookspodcast.com. Yeah. Um, and be aggressive about it. Maybe it's somebody you don't like. Send them, a, send them on our podcast yeah, too. Some, yeah. Well, yeah. You could do Just because you don't like them, don't I mean, hate we you, won't but like I know them. you like old books. That's so you right. Don't listen to That's this. right. Um. Okay, I think yeah. that ties it all up for us. Um, if you pop onto our Instagram, the link in the bio, there's a link tree where you can find the links to all the different places where the podcast stream from. But we're on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor hosts us. Shout out to Anchor. No, That's right. No, no, unpaid, but thank you. Um, a couple of different other Look, places. Look, this is free. We, we want you to have it. We want you to listen. Mm-hmm. We want you to interact with us. Please, please do. Please, please, please. do. Just to say hello. Yeah. Just say hi. Just We're talking simple. about books. It's yeah, not that just deep. Just say hi. Um, if, you, if, you, if you like how we're talking about it, let yeah. us know. If you don't like how we're talking about it, let us know. Yeah. Um, we take all opinions. We may not. We are not, not of the opinion that you are entitled to your opinion, but we will take your opinion. <laughs> Maybe. Um, okay, we're gonna we're gonna end it here. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us for this for the time for this time. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Adios. Bye. Bye.